Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We're on Season 2, Episode... This should be Episode 8, correct? Uh, I think you're yep. right. Episode 8. We're glad you're here. Have you ever... I don't know if you're at the point where I'm at right now in my life where I, I know I need to be working out a little bit better or more or actually working out. I don't know if probably actually working out. Have you ever bowed your head to pray and had a crick in your neck because you bowed your head to pray? Yeah, that's where we're at now. Um, anyways... That's uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Obi is going to open us up in prayer, and we have a special guest, and we'll get into that in just a second. Father, thank you so much for bringing us here safely. We uh, we thank you for this platform and for just giving us the opportunity to praise and honor you with everything that we do, Lord. Uh, we thank you for Zach today. We thank you that Zach came to be with us on the show and, and tell us a little bit about him and his life and his walk with you. Uh, Lord, we just pray for all the sick. We pray for everybody who needs you right now. We just pray that you would give them healing and just watch over their families and give them peace, Lord. We just thank you for sending Jesus down the cross for our sins as well, Lord. Uh, we love you so much. We ask this in your holy and precious name. Amen. 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 Our guest today is Zach Vaught, and uh, you might know that name because he's kind of famous. Hardly, <laughs> hardly. <laughs> I figure everybody. But, I, but I'm flattered. I, I figured everybody knew you. <laughs> no man okay well but now that i'm on this podcast everybody's gonna know me yeah so. there's 13 more people that will know this guy's name right now <laughs> when, if, did, when did you text did you text you text like yesterday mm-hmm. and said zach was coming on right yes well it was the weirdest thing because i don't think about you a whole lot but i thought about you like 30 minutes before uh, that's so funny it, it, yeah. and i'll tell you a little bit about that yeah oh, cool we got we've got more inside so yeah to introduce Zach, I mean, first of all, I have to, to say that uh, Zach and I have known each other for about, what, three years, four yeah, years? About three years now. Um, but but Sean and Obi, actually, I'm, I invited Zach on the podcast, but Sean and Obi have actually known Zach for a lot longer than that. And we'll kind of... We'll, Sean since about 2015-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just, so. just kind of met through Sean, so... Yeah. yeah. We, haven't, we haven't had a whole Sean, lot of interaction. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, I'll tell you about Zach. Zach, uh, uh, incredible leader in our community. Uh, he's actually a minister at High Ridge Church. He does the uh, student and online ministries there. Uh, very fantastic at that. Zach is a guy that people want to be around. Um, Zach is a leader. Uh, he loves Jesus. It's evident, and he wants to lead other people in that direction. Uh, by He does it by how he lives and what he talks about. Everything that I know about Zach, and I've been around Zach, he, he is leading. It is, it is a desire of his heart to lead people to Jesus. Yeah. Not only that, uh, Zach's a very successful business owner. Um, Zach has either run or helped operate uh, multiple successful businesses. And Zach and I have a lot of conversations about how to run a successful business and still uh, point towards the Lord and also how to benefit our families off of that. So, Zach, 
just I'm gonna lead right into it. Do you have anything you want to say before we kind of get started? I do real quick. Go ahead, Mister yeah, Sean. The, the first time I Mr. ever met Mister Sean because <laughs> Sean's 44. Yeah, Mister. <laughs> he uh, first time I ever met Zach, uh, I can re- remember he was working for an old business partner of mine, and um, um, I he just he just shined, you know, and and I can vividly remember coming back and talking to my wife, and I said I met this guy today, um. And, uh, you know, at the Dallas market, it was the first time I ever met him. And I was like, man, I was like, there's just something about him. And uh, I was like, you can just tell that uh, he loves the Lord. And you can tell that he's a go-getter. And he's just, he's one of those guys that everybody likes. And and we got to figure out a way how to get him onto our, our team, you know. And um, it that, was, that was when he was 24. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was, yeah. So I had just gotten married at that point. So I, I think, mean, yeah, it, it, when, 24, when, 25, when, when somebody yeah. resonates with you like sure. that, and then you realize, oh, they're only twenty four years yeah. old. Wow. Then it really, really resonates, right? Sure, it says a absolutely. Lot. Yeah. I can re- remember in the following weeks just praying uh, to God, and I'm like, God, we need some, we need some people like like Zach Vaught. And uh, anyway, how cool was it that he he uh, actually came and 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 started working with us, and uh, it was super awesome and but you know they always say that you only have seven seconds to make a first impression and the first impression that Zach made on on me was that this kid is fired up for the Lord he is a very hard worker and uh and he's got these mad skills when it comes to connecting with people and uh I was just uh I was very impressed just from from the word go so uh I'm excited to have you here that's so, that. that's so good as a business owner too. Uh, you're you're always recruiting. You're always looking for the next talent mm-hmm. um, to come into your business and and tie into, tie into your culture. Yes. So you made an impression too, right? Yeah, if somebody's sure. going to come work for sure. work for you, absolutely. Um, you didn't know when you came in here. You're just going to sit there, and we're going to talk about you <laughs> the whole time. Okay, that's how this goes. Just sit there and be quiet. We'll talk about you. We'll make you feel good when you walk out Man, of this room. I feel great. <laughs> I feel absolutely great. Well, so, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. You know, everyone in this room in some way has, ma- has left a huge impact in my life. And, um, you know, whether it was working alongside Sean and at, at Antler Works and the business that he that he owned and operated and, uh, you know, all the learning, all the growth that happened in that season um, was only made possible by that opportunity that he gave me. And, um, you know, our friendship and then Shane, you're and I, Yours and eyes, yours and minds. Yeah, something like that. Grammar, Grammar. yeah. Our friendship, yeah. Our friend. There you go. Just let's go to our. Yeah, our friendship um, has really blessed me a lot, and so uh, yeah. And and Obi and I, we're just get, continuing to get to know each other. So, exactly. so yeah, I'm I'm honored to be here. It's good to have you, man. So so um, Zach, I've never referred to our meetings as this, but about once a month we'll get together, and basically it's like. I'll call him or he'll call me like, I need a hug. We need to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what yeah. it goes to. So what I, what I want to dive into, man, is there was a time in your life about a year ago, and uh, Sean mentioned Antler Works. You mentioned Antler Works. That was a huge part of your story. Uh, so this time about a year ago, you had a massive opportunity in this company, and you also had uh, your other company going on, Iron by Iron Woodworks, and you also had, uh, you were doing a lot of work at the church, and I believe there might have been something else that you were considering. Probably, you're probably on real estate at that point, like 
wanting to dive into real estate. Yeah, it's a sickness, all these things. <laughs> yeah. This is the yeah. life of an entrepreneur. Yes. yes. So all these things were pulling you in a different direction. And I remember coming over to your house, we were looking at your yard, uh, looking to clean it up for you. And we just got to talking about where God was leading you, where you are at right then, and like the the pull in all directions and what you, I think to summarize it, what I got from that conversation, what you felt like God was leading you to do was taking financial opportunities away from you. That's kind of how you felt at that moment. But to go from that, almost that crisis of conscience to a year later, now, how did you process through that decision of where you went from that moment and how has it led you to now and what's different? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so just a quick synopsis, I guess, a quick overview of kind of the situation and where I, where I was. So, you know, Sean had stepped away from Antlerworks as the operator, um, was selling the business to a guy out of Dallas. Um, I was presented with a really great opportunity to come come in and be the GM of, of Antlerworks and um, take a pretty big stake in the business. And, um, and right before that offer was put on the table, my wife, we, we had our third kid. My wife had been a nanny leading up to that. She was a nanny for three other girls and then was toting two of our own kids every single day. You know, they were in the car two or three hours a day. And she just, she's like, I, you know, I really feel like it's time for me to stay at, stay at home, be a stay at home mom. And so we took a leap, of, an absolute leap of faith. We needed her, we needed her income uh, at the time, took this leap of faith. And then this opportunity came out of absolutely nowhere. So we prayed about it. We felt peace about it. Felt like it was from the Lord. Um, stepped into that season. I was actually at the church full time when I made the decision to come on as the GM of Antlerworks. And in order to do that, we we're going to have to restructure some things. I was going to have to move into a you know, a 10-hour-a-week role at the church, 12-hour-a-week role, moving to a, a, a full-time position at, at Antlerworks, and took that step and took that leap. And I look back now, and number one, I am so thankful for that season. I'm so thankful for all that came with it. Um, but it was absolutely one of the hardest seasons of my life. It was, um, there were so many things that I was thrown into that I didn't know, but now I know, so I'm thankful for that. Um, but second, um, it just put a ton of strain on my marriage, put a ton of strain on, um, really what I feel like the ultimate call of my life is, and that is to be, to be a pastor, to be a minister. You know, I love business. I love everything else that, that God's kind of brought my way. But, um, that's at the end of the day, um, that was one of those things that I really felt called to the most. And, um, so I got, you know, eight, 10 months into this. And I wasn't working alongside Sean, which me and Sean click. We love each other. Um, I was sure. working. I was working with alongside a guy that that had just very different values. Um, you know, was what what mattered to him didn't really matter to me, and what mattered to me didn't really matter to him. And so, we were getting ready to sign official paperwork, bringing me on as a co-owner uh, at a thirty percent share in the business, and you know it was getting into the nitty gritty of like, okay, is this really what you want? Is this what you want to do? And I'll say this, the business was absolutely blowing and going mm -hmm. at that point. You know, we had, we had doubled in about eight months. We'd gotten a large contract. 
that um, the financial opportunity and provision was definitely already there and was about to increase quite a bit. And um, and I I picked up this book. It's from Erwin McManus, and it's called The Last Arrow. And he's a pastor out of California. And it, and the basically the idea of the book is is using up everything that that's in your quiver. You know, using up everything that God's given you, and living your living your life for stuff that matters. And um, I was already feeling all these things. You know, feeling the tension between like, okay, if I continue to go this path, where's my marriage going to be? If I continue to go this go down this path, where's my where am I gonna where am I going to be as a pastor? And if I can just be really honest, I was just very frustrated in that role, and I didn't like who I was being. I didn't like who I'd become. You know, I was constantly in a, in a state of just criticism. You know, and the, the culture. I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't the owner, so I wasn't in a position to shape the culture in the way that I wanted the culture to be. And so, I was either going to bend to the culture, or I was going to break. And I wasn't willing to bend to the culture. And so, so yeah, I mean, we made a very difficult decision at that point. And I called him and I said, man, I'm out. And um, it's one of those things where it's like, this is, this is a great opportunity. You know, the plan was, you know, build this business up, sell it three to five years. You take 30% of that, boom, you go invest it in the real estate that you've always been dream, dreaming about. You pull, you know, however much in passive income and, you're a full-time pastor from that point on and life is good, right? That was the plan. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I, we, we stepped out of that season that day that, that you and I sat on the, tr- the bed of the truck and just talked, talked through everything. I was really just struggling with so much internally and, and I'll never forget like the moment that I, I called him and I told him, I said, man, I'm out. I just don't like, feel like this is where the Lord is, is ultimately leading us long-term, um, and what's so cool now, I could tell the story. I could take up our entire time telling the story. But um, now with my business that I would established back in 2017 but never really did anything with, like all the things that I learned while I was the general manager of Antlerworks, all the financial aspects, all the, the, the order and the structure, you know, to t- really take a business somewhere, you have to have it's, that. Yeah, it's like getting your MBA crash course 101 top deal. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, and so that that time, and especially the fact that we were growing, Antlerworks was growing at such a rapid pace that like nobody could truly handle. Like and every day was a freak out, you know, and and we're set up on like net thirty or net sixty terms, and we're, you know, we're not getting paid, and we're trying to manage all this money. You know, it, it was. I, I don't know if it was all this money. What, it wasn't all this. To, money. Yeah, to manage a little money to try <laughs> to get a lot of money. Sounds like <laughs> yeah. the yes. beginning of your uh, of your journey. Well, it was just a di- it was more it was more like growing pains, just because we'd have we'd never had a million dollar year account. Right. Know? Yeah. So it was a massive okay. account that we had picked up. So then just trying to juggle that was... Uh, and all the legal and compliance work oh, yeah. and, like, all the yeah. spreadsheets. Oh, yeah. And they're oh, out my god! Out of California uh, is where the, the company's, the corporate office is. So whenever he talks about the red tape, there's a lot of red tape. Okay. Yeah. And so... So just to give you, the listeners, uh, some idea, uh, Sean is... It was Sean's business first. I think we've kind of discussed this in past episodes. Sean started the business... Him and Obi ran this business, Antler Works, 
for how many years? Obi and I together for seven or eight years. Yep. Okay, and then Sean, you ran it for another two to three years after Obi started an uh, insurance, more than, correct? More than that. Yeah, it was a total of eighteen five, years. Okay, wow. I was there wow. for eighteen. Yeah, I was at President Antler Works for eighteen years. Okay, and so at that and a half, yeah. at that point, now now we're at eighteen, seventeen and a half years, eighteen years. Sean sells the business. Yes. Zach was working there at that time. Majority that, of it that yeah. you sold and came in after you sold, right? Uh, it's kind of a complicated deal. Yeah. So I was yeah. I was with Sean for a for a season before I stepped into being a full time pastor, and then I was offered that position to go be a full time pastor, and that was like back in 2017, 2018 ish, and I left Antlerworks, and shortly thereafter is when he sold the business. At the end of 2018. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I was not there when he sold the business. Um, he he was p- stepping away moving into insurance, insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then this this gentleman he sold the business to reached out to me because he he's he's in dallas he's yeah. not he's okay. not here uh in a management role and and was like man i need i just need somebody to come in and oversee this thing and so i think sean I think you're still really, involved you're 10 percent, correct but, well my wife is still involved okay you know, and then okay. I, i'm more like consulting Okay, like, um, but you're still aware of what's going on in oh the business. Oh yeah, every okay. day. Yeah, okay. every every evening uh, when we lay down, <laughs> I, I get the overview of the day. You get the report. I get, I get the over. Yes, every day, and then and then if something goes really wrong, then then uh, the owner out of Dallas calls me, and that's okay. whenever he's like, "What do we need to do? Like, okay. let's figure this out." Yeah. All right. Sure. So I just want to give the reader a little context. That's a a long, complicated story, but just to a uh, no reader, yeah, sure. a listener, the listener, yeah, <laughs> the reader of this podcast. So back to you, Zach. Audible, yeah. yeah. So I mean, really, for me, it kind of came down to this idea of what am I? Tr- what am I truly called to? Am I going to lose myself in a short season? Because this was not a long term plan for me. This was a three to five year plan, right? When I stepped into coming back as the GM of Antlerworks, am I going to lose myself? Because I, I'm in a culture every day that's somewhat of a, a spiritual beatdown. Um, and I'm not getting to play as much of a, of, I don't get to dictate and set the culture and set the tone of my day, you know. And, and I kind of, it's like, I don't, if I died tomorrow, would I be excited about what I did today? And the answer was no, resoundingly. And so, yeah, I made a really difficult decision to... Very difficult. And I don't, you know, just for the listeners, if somebody is offering you uh, a, a pretty large stake in a company that's doing two to three million a year... That projected, is, projected in the next three to five years to possibly be at eight to ten million, right? Mm, probably closer to five. five I would to, say five okay. would be yeah. five to six. Okay. Yeah, probably Realistic. tops on the five. But, you know, I mean, whenever you think about that, if you, I mean, if you just looked at businesses like nationwide and you thought, okay, what if uh, I owned, um, you know, a, a 30 or 40% stake in a company that was doing uh, this many millions a year to, to, be, to start that from scratch and to build it to that and to have that opportunity without having to put up, you know, a million bucks or something yeah, right. is that's a great opportunity. I, I, yeah. So I want them to understand how incredibly hard of a decision that this was for you. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a, it was an absolute, it was a huge opportunity. The financial repercussions were going to be fantastic. I mean, you know, I still communicate now with one of the, one of the guys that, that 
the guy that runs the shop that manages the shop and he has a you know we were we both of us were making like the same salary and then he was making a percentage of of um he quarterly. had a, yeah, quarterly bonuses yeah quarterly bonuses yeah, like disbursement and I, I haven't talked to him about the money in a while but the first quarter he was like dude it's crazy you know, and so, so you're like, thanks, man. Yeah, I really, I really, appreci- I really appreciate. Rub it in. I really it's appreciate confirmation that. that I didn't need to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That so big old bonus check you just got. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's he's rolling around, and and but he's also a single guy. Yeah, being, being married with kids is very different. But yes, but yeah. So so yeah. I mean, it was one of those things where to kind of wrap that up. Now I'm in a place where I took what I learned in that season and applied it to my my woodworking business to Iron by Iron Woodworks. And we've, you know, I stepped out of that and was like, okay, I'm just gonna run, I'm just gonna run my woodworking business. And we were doing, you know, eight or ten thousand a month. And I was just doing it my, all myself. I was running all the marketing, handling the books, doing all the building, all those sorts of things. And it's like, okay, I got a really clear word in like October of last year from the Lord that was like, you'll never ever do everything that's in your heart. You'll never fulfill all the dreams I put in your heart unless you build teams. Like, unless you start building teams at the church, unless you start building teams um, in your business, you'll never, ever fulfill all the things that I've, I've put in your heart. And so it was really wild about a month later, or it was actually in January, we have a, at our church, we do a thing once a year. It's called a prophetic presbytery. And I'm not trying to freak everybody out here, but we bring in someone into our church that we trust, that's an older gentleman that's been doing this for years, that has a gift of prophecy. The Bible talks about it, the, the gift of prophecy. And um, he'll come in and he'll give words in due season. And so what he'll what he'll do is he'll, well, the church will have people picked out that, that need a word from God. They're at this situation in their life that they're like, they, they're, they're at a crossroads and they need some direction from the Lord. Um, and so they'll bring them up on stage and this gentleman will prophesy over them. And he doesn't know them. And so they only get uh, the names of these people. Um, they only get their first name. And uh, so they don't get pictures. They, don't, they can't go find them on Facebook, you know. And then I was sitting in the audience, and he gave me a word all about building teams, all about specifically God's been speaking to you and talking to you about um, your legacy and what kind of impact you're gonna, you want to leave, and that's a big deal to you. And you're not ever going to be able to make that a reality unless you really start investing in and building leaders around you. And so I got very clear. Uh, God spoke it to me, and then he confirmed it through another person on what my 2021 year was going to look like. And um, so that's what we've been doing. And the season that I walked through at Antlerworks literally prepared me for it. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that sometimes you go through something, and you're like, God, why did you bring me into this? for me to just to sit here and be frustrated all the time. Why did you bring yeah. me into this for me to be discouraged? Why did you bring me into this to try to work <clears throat> along some some guy that I don't see eye to eye with just being spiritually. Yeah, spiritually. Right. Yeah, he's very he's very he's brilliant from a business standpoint. Uh, but but I don't you know I I care about going home and loving on my kids at the end of the day and I'm not going to work 100 hour weeks. And mm-hmm. and he's not a family man. He'll work 100 hour hours a week. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, so it's it was just one of those really challenging things. But then here I am a year later. I've taken my woodworking business and five, six, eight X'd it simply based on the knowledge that I now have 
from coming out of a really difficult and tough season. And so that's what's kind of wild about that was that now now I do get to determine the culture. Now I've got a team of six or I'm almost seven. I'm hiring another guy this week. Seven employees other than myself, and I'm the one that gets to set the tone. I'm the one that gets to to encourage a daily huddle with a scripture. I'm the one that gets to encourage, you know, I've got a couple guys that work for me that are living with their girlfriends, right? I'm the one that gets to encourage a godly marriage and godly relationship, and I'm the one that gets to invite to church. I'm the one that gets to, to say, hey, go home. Go home. Go see your parents. Go see your girlfriend. You know, go see your wife. And um, and so it's been really, it's just been really cool to 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 think that I was stepping away from this financial opportunity and like, pretty bummed about that, but trusting God. And here we are 12 months later and financially in the same exact situation that Mm -hmm. I was a year before, but on my terms, you know, and in a, in a place where I'm, I'm getting to, to really walk in, in, and do what I love. And so I'm back at the church full time. I give my time, my energy and my focus to the church and I built a team or in my business. And, and having done that has really allowed me the freedom to, to do what I know God's called me to do, to to give, um, and to be to be a hundred percent present with my wife, to love what I do every day. I literally am in the season of my life right now. I wouldn't change a single thing. I love I love Amen. Getting up, I love going and being at the church. I love pouring into people at the church. I love pouring into people in the business. I have a business that works without me. Um. Not that I can't give it any attention, but that I touch I touch base with two to three times a day, and other than that, it works. And so that's awesome. That yeah. is too cool. God had a plan, no doubt about it. You know, we keep talking about the business. I think it's important to uh, at least give a website. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. Iron, iron by Iron. Uh, they do farmhouse furniture, beautiful, beautiful furniture. Um, it's impressive. Uh, some of the some of the things and the pieces that they build. Uh, what is that website? It's ironbyironwoodworks.com. Okay. Yeah. Ironbyironwoodworks.com. Um, wow. That's a, um, that's a, that's a neat testimony. No doubt. That's, it's awesome. It's really what, what's so cool to me is how, how Antler Works has helped shape, you know, three of the, three of the four people, people in this room. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome that, that lit, I mean, some of the stuff that you were saying, like you literally just kind of took the words out of my mouth, and <clears throat> it's it's part of my testimony. You yeah. know, I mean, I mean, there's no question that I would have ever been in a situation to uh, run a successful business had I mm-hmm. not been at Antler Works. Yeah, uh, there's no way that Sean would be able to just step right into a new business and begin to thrive immediately if it hadn't been for antler works. I mean, like we learned every, uh, everything that we know (laughs) and every mistake that we made, you know, I mean, we learned from antler works. And so it's such an awesome, such an awesome testimony. Um, Shane, you must sit like on tailgates and in front yards with all kinds of people. I mean, you were, we were on a retaining wall. Yes, we were. Yeah, Yeah. We just, I just, it uh, preferred to uh, be on my butt. Yeah. And that's when the <laughs> blood actually goes to my brain and okay. starts working. You know what I'm, I'm saying? A, I'm a little bit offended. We've never <laughs> sat on a tailgate together 
retaining wall or anything. I'll sit in your lap when okay. we do it next. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I kind of threw Shane into it. He's like just coming coming that day to give me a quote on my flower beds. I'm like, let me let's just contemplate all things in life. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest, Zach. I did the exact same thing. Yeah. You know what though, like. God, it, it went, especially when it happened with you, Obi, like I had been so specifically praying, Lord, give me opportunities to talk about you. And that's something that I haven't specifically prayed for recently, but I need to because those opportunities produced life-changing relationships, yeah, 100%. Yeah. be my relationship with you spurs me every day. Zach, my relationship with you spurs me every day. Sean will have that moment. Where I'll sit in your lap and you're going to tell me everything's <laughs> going to be okay. To Looking forward to it. But our relationship, because we sit here in this room and we talk about life and we talk about God and how he's worked in our lives, that relationship, I could call anybody in this room, um, also Brandon, who's not in this room, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon's missed the last two episodes. Priorities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening right now, Brandon... Dead gum, I'm gonna put you in a headlock. He's probably stronger than I am. I don't you know, know um, dead gum. <laughs> for uh, and I think this is the first time I've ever really thought about this, and I know I've brought this up a thousand times, but whenever I was uh, 24, 25 years old, and starting uh, right before I started Antler Works, I was terminated from a job that I thought I was unrightfully terminated. Uh, but in hindsight, as a business owner, looking back on it, I deserved, totally I deserved I it. probably fired me too. Yeah. <laughs> I would have fired me too. It's that, the ultimate realization yeah, of like, yeah. man, I was a turd head. Yeah, Golly. yeah. I know. And yeah. in, in that moment you were like, I can't believe this. You know, I don't deserve this. And, uh, yeah, but, um, ne nevertheless, um, I, I remember, um, I remember Richard Lynch, uh, walking me to my truck and saying, God bless you that day, and, and, and me driving home and calling my wife and crying and just all upset. And we had a baby on the way, and I was just like, it's the, oh, end, of the, yeah. it's the end of the world. Boy, you that know? doesn't add to it. It's yeah. $13 an yeah. hour job. I, it was the end of the world for me yep. at the age of 25. I've gotten fired before with a baby on the way, too. Bro. <laughs> And, uh, but <laughs> yep. more for my wife, yeah. it's so humbling. It is so humbling to sit here and listen to, um, to how the, the company that my wife and I started, um, is so humbling to hear how it has had, had such a profound effect in people's lives and how God saw around that corner. And, Absolutely. uh, and it's just, it's amazing to me. I mean, it's truly amazing because, it, you know, that company is still affecting people's lives, and I yeah. still can go in there from time to time and have the opportunity. There's a couple of guys that work there today, and I'm, I'm, I send them a, a devotional every morning, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, and once or twice a year, you know, they'll pop in and say amen or whatever, you know. But nevertheless, it's um, it's just planting seeds, and, and it's really, really just neat to see how uh, God has shaped um, – you know, these leaders sitting right here in front of me through a company that I started whenever I saw nothing but bad happening in my life. This gentleman walks me to my to my truck and says, God bless you after I just mm -hmm. got terminated. I thought it was the end of the world, but it was the beginning of something that God, uh, you know, now these guys are leaders and they have people working for them and they're making this profound, these profound, I mean, they're planting seeds in their lives and it is just, it is just truly humbling. I mean, almost to the point to where it makes me want to cry just yes. because I, 
you just don't know what God's plan is in your life. It's impactful. And it is very impactful. It it absolutely is. And it's um and it's just man, it's just pretty it's pretty sweet. It's neat to see the uh the blessing after the fact. Yeah. You know. There's no doubt. Guys, we're gonna wrap up right here, but we're not done with Zach. Today is Thursday. The next podcast with Zach will be Monday. So tune back in, hit that subscribe button, like, do all those things, go out and kick the day in the face. And we'll catch you on the next one.